because I'm going to be doing more teaching than preaching. Uh, and sometimes I, I, I do that. And uh, so that means you, you may not shout as much <laughs> as you normally would, but hopefully you will learn something today. Uh, you will be confident in uh, who you are and in whose you are and what it is that you really belong to. Okay? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now that we have a new name for our church, Believe Church, okay? With the new name, we also have a tagline. Y'all can see that on our logo here. We have Believe, Belong, Become. And it's in that order. We yo, 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 drop it for me. You are not tuned in the family Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in. Yeah. It's official, man. Y'all hear your host. D-Bugs. Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to The Flagrant 2 with the big homie D-Murph, where I literally, and I mean literally, always have something to say, verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, y'all. Y'all already saw the title. Y'all already heard the man himself at the beginning of the show, Believe and belong the pastor of the Believe Church in Corpus Christi, Texas. The man that blessed the Why Not Sports platform. Brother, entrepreneur, husband, father, like I said, pastor. And somebody that put up with yours truly. I have <laughs> another person to bless both platforms Pastor Cornelius T. Winchester, a.k.a. in my eyes. Not Pastor Neil, Pastor Corn. Welcome back to another episode with yours truly, the big homie. Now, <laughs> I appreciate you having me, uh, D. Murph. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for those listeners out there, if you want more of an insight on how we linked up, you got to check out Why Not Sports. You got to check out that episode, which will be dope. But we just going to go straight to it. But it do introduce yourself, though, Pastor, for, for those that might not know you. Yes, as D. Murph uh, said, my, my name is Cornelius Winchester uh, by birth. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, growing up with, with a name like that, especially uh, back in the late 70s 80s you're gonna get made fun of a lot so i got uh corny corn dog all kinds of things so <laughs> that's that's where the pastor corn comes from but uh everybody called me neil uh for short ever since i can remember but uh uh born and raised corpus christi texas uh, i've been in ministry now for a little over 20 years uh pastoring for a little over 10 years now uh have a beautiful wife three children and just uh, excited about life and giving yeah. that life to as many people as I can. And that's a beautiful thing, man. So shout out to the Winchesters, Miss yeah. Cynthia and the kids. Yeah. Uh, our, our, our kids, man. And I want to talk about that. How, and, and, and that's one thing too, man. I, I just want to tell you, thank you for the love and support. Cause you know, Ava is in Corpus. Oh yeah. And, uh, I know when I was living out there, I know you guys, including the kids, you know, yeah. 
will will, will spend time with her and us and, and kick sure. it. And now we got little kids. Hell yeah! <laughs> I know they're like Murph. You and Pastor doing this on purpose? No, <laughs> no. We trust that we didn't, but it's but just how it works. That. So yeah, you know we, we, we we got we got. Of course, I got Big D three, and right. then Baby D, which is three months old, which is kicking it with uh, their mother right now as I record with Pastor himself. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man. But I'm done though, Pastor. I already told you, man. I'm well, big, well, we, big we, we done guy. too. We, we we thought we were done uh, the second time, but. You know, <laughs> <laughs> The Lord had other things in mind. He had other plans for us, and we're so glad that He did. Because uh, little Caleb, he's he's a blessing to us. So, so God has something for his life as well, of, of course. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. See, I told you it's a whole different dynamic. We, yeah. we can talk about the kids and oh, Murph done. What you talking about? Yeah, talk about kids because it's a lot of work. Oh yeah. And patience. And this man I'm talking to right in here helps me out a lot. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain why. I'm going to explain why. So, I met Pastor when I was going through some things with with Ava's mom uh, about seven, eight years ago. And uh, just the words of encouragement, praying for me, and just letting me know that I can go through what I'm going through. And even before Pastor, I can honestly say that I didn't have like a go-to guy. Because, again, my pops wasn't in my life. And if it wasn't for you... At that time, I don't believe I would have had the relationship with my pop. So that's why I always, even on Why Not Sports episode, I had to give you a shout out because when I was going through hell, when mm-hmm. Granny passed, who was a big supporter of mine, and then me going through probably the climax of my life. Yeah. I felt like, man, who can I go to, Lord? And mm-hmm. you came across my path. You accepted me and Ava with open arms. And I continue to bring up me and Ava, even though I got Big D, Little D, and my <laughs> wife. At the yeah. time, it was just me and Ava. So right, right. I just want the listeners to know that. And it, it, for me, when you told me, is there somebody you have to forgive? And I didn't take it like bad. Like, man, also, all this happening because my father and I don't get along or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you told me that, it made sense. And ever mm-hmm. since then, those gates, those blessings started coming down slowly but surely. And now my pops, that's my dude. You okay. Know? And, 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 and that's why now, but you opened up the door so I can't have that relationship with my pops. And also you opened those doors to where I know I have fellow men that I can talk to. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. before you, I didn't really have a guy that can really spiritually guide me, okay, and who I truly respected, right? Because again, my pops wasn't in my life, right, right. So I felt like if you know, I mean, I was respectful, but not to the point to where I'm actually gonna sit my butt down and listen. Sure. Well, and here's the thing, you know, um, prayer is the conduit that connects us uh, us to God. And our faith is what pulls the resources down. But every now and then, the the conduit gets clogged. It gets you know blocked with <laughs> things, yeah. you know. And one of those things is, is unforgiveness. And I know it's easier said than done. Well, you just need to forgive. You just need to forgive. It's not an easy thing to do. And by by no means is it easy to do. But it is something that God um, 
commands us to do, God calls us to do, and he also gives us what we need in order to do it. And so when we have unforgiveness in our lives, we don't realize, yeah, we may be cutting that person off, but we're actually cutting ourselves off as well. We're cutting ourselves off the blessing that God wants for us because he's already stated in his word, just like I forgave you, you need to forgive others. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult, but that's what you need to do. And so when we go to the Lord and we, uh, we are honest with him and say, Lord, I don't want to forgive this person. Bro. Uh, they, 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 they hurt me. They abandoned me. They weren't there for me. They did this to me, whatever it is. I do not want to forgive them, but I know God, you want me to. And so because of that, because I want to be faithful and obedient to live in my life, holy and pleasing and acceptable in your sight, I need you to help me to come to that place where I can finally forgive this person to let go of this bitterness, this anger, this hostility that I feel toward them. And then by your spirit, I know that I'll be able to do that and thus unclog the pipeline and be able to receive all that you have for me. And so that was just a little bit of the advice that I had given you at the time, because uh, it was something I had to do in my own life as well. I, I think uh, none of us here are immune to being hurt, being offended, being affected by uh, the choices and decisions of other people. And we can't do anything about that, but we right. can do something about how we respond to it. And that's what we want to be in control of, how we're going to respond to the things that are beyond our control when they happen to us, how we how we're going to respond to that. Yeah, yeah, and even on top of the unforgiveness part, though, I think for me, as I backtrack for my listeners and in, in, in my my portal, also I still had to love my enemies. Yes, yes. Pray for my enemies. Yeah, and that was hard, man. So if for me, it was it was step by step that I had your help with yeah yeah well one of the things you know uh and this is all over scripture but uh one of my uh favorite scriptures that come to mind is one that says you know uh while we were yet sinners christ died for us which means that that jesus didn't wait for us to become christians to start going to church to start praying get things right stop our sin quit our bad habits he didn't wait for us to get right before he died for us he died for us while we were yet still sinners while we were enemies of the cross he loved us so much and so when we were at our very worst he was willing to give his very best for us and that's the life that he wants for us that's yeah. why he has brought us into the kingdom and given us his spirit because in and of ourselves we can't do that we can't love our enemies no you hurt me, I'm going to try and hurt you back. Right, I mean, and, and I want to say this, Pastor. When I say, you know, love your enemies and pray for your enemies, yeah. at that time, when I'm getting, I'm back, I'm, I'm backtracking for my listeners. Sure. The way that I was treated going through that climax, I felt those people uh -huh. were my enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still had to pray for them based on what you told me. Definitely. Now I'm cool now though You know what I'm saying I'm good <laughs> But at that time though I had to go through that first And then once that kind of Was at a certain level Then it was the unforgiveness As far as my pop And stuff like that So it was a step by step process Definitely. That I personally had to go through So I just want the listeners to know That all oh, you know I, that, And I look at You know 
people like oh they my enemies but at that time i wasn't as mature so that's right. the only way i could relate to say yeah they my enemies i had a lot of you know rage and, and retaliation and just that that spirit of this rage so sure. i had to think that way but again with your help and for the listeners i'm glad to have you on i'm actually letting them know that i, I had layers that i had to Go through to get to who they love today. As the big homie D Murph himself, thank y'all very much. But continue, Pat. I just want to give a different perspective when yeah, I yeah, it definitely love is. You know, and, and the Bible even says that that your enemies will even be those of your own household, and and sometimes those are the worst kinds because you know it's different when you have an enemy that's a stranger to you or somebody uh, on the street or somebody even on your job. You know that's different, but when your enemy is your own family and your enemy is somebody is who's so close to you, that's what makes them the enemy because you feel my own flesh and blood should never hurt me. My yeah. own flesh and blood should never do something like this. So, uh, yeah, sometimes even those of your own household could be your worst enemy. So I don't think that's too far fetched to, to categorize it in that way, because I think, in order to deal with something, you first need to acknowledge it. You need to recognize it yeah. where it is. And if that's how you felt at the time, that's how you felt at the time. So no, 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 no reason to try and sugarcoat it. And that's why I love this man right here. Cause he'd be like, Murph, you good. Are you sure? All right, cool. Cause that's how I was feeling. He's like, no, nah, but, like, but biblically, God, God I'm like, oh, knows okay, already. cool. He knows already. So you might as well go ahead and be open and honest. About yeah. 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 That's real. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> So. And, and when it comes to relationships, even to this day, uh-huh. even in my marriage, mm-hmm. you've you you said some things you've poured into you know our marriage and and has helped me remain grounded. Yeah. And and I'm on my list like Murph, what's up? Hey man, I'm on the flagrant too. I'm talk. I'm being real. We having a recorded conversation. It would be yeah. things that come across. My path And you can take it forever as you want to But yeah. Pastor is the guy that I can say Pastor this was going on Right And right. you would give me a scripture You would pray for me instantly Or you would just tell me Hey because of your growth You mm. should expect Yeah Something Whether it's temptation Whether it's some type of setbacks Regardless of what's going on If you are a child of the most high yeah. Don't think that his opponent ain't watching. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. As as they say, if, if the devil not bothering you, because you no bother to him. But Come on. If you if you, uh, if you are advancing the kingdom of God by by fulfilling your calling and your purpose, uh, and you you have to believe he's gonna come against you. I mean, we're at war. This is spiritual warfare mm. that we are engaged in, and whenever we try to advance the kingdom and and gain more territory for the kingdom. The enemy's coming after us, and so we need to go ahead and accept that and expect it, but also to know that greater is he in us than he in the world. So even though the enemy is going to come against us to try and uh, prevent us from doing what we're called to do, we know we already have the victory in Christ Jesus, and so we just we just keep fighting. Just like <laughs> when we was recording. Yeah. Listen, yeah. real talk. We was recording, and my lights went out. <laughs> then my Wi-Fi went out, yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to call Pastor back, and it took five or ten minutes before we can even reconnect. 
Yeah. <laughs> but to, I'm just saying, world, to his point. And the message behind this is if you want anything out of life, you will have to fight for it. It makes sense spiritually, okay. physically, mentally. Everything of you, you're going to have to fight for. Yeah. The if same thing worth, you told me about this marriage. Definitely. If, if, if it's <laughs> worth having, <laughs> if, if it's worth having, it's worth fighting for. And, and to uh, just kind of go off uh, about our, our struggles uh, with, with marriage and all. Uh, marriage is hard. It really is, and I don't. If somebody say it's not hard, it's because they're not married, <laughs> or because they've just given up and given. But in. I want to get married. It yeah. looks so beautiful. <laughs> and it is. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just being. I'm just playing bad cop for some no, of the listeners out there. It. it definitely has its its benefits. It's it's moments, but when I say. It, it, it's work it, it, it's difficult that is to have a good marriage and yes, and, and i i don't want to paint a picture that marriage is bad and you want to stay away from it because it's certainly not i'm so grateful and blessed that i i got married i've been married now for a little over 20 years I have like i said three beautiful children i wouldn't trade my wife my family with the decision that i made to get married for, for anything in the world i've obtained favor because of it oh yeah come oh, on yeah and I'm, I'm the man of God that I am today because of it. I mean, uh, God uh, placed people in your life that you need, not necessarily that you want, but that you need. <laughs> uh, and I needed my wife. I mean, <laughs> we, we are the complete and total opposite, but everything I'm not, she is. Everything she's not, I am. And so together, we, we make a perfect pair. But because we're not the same, mm -hmm. it does bring about, difficulty in the marriage yes, and and what you want to do is you say you know i'm not going to have a good enjoyable successful marriage by mistake if it's going to be good if it's going to be blessing and enjoyable it's because we put some work some effort <laughs> some attention into our our marriage and so going back to we were talking about enemies and they even being of your own household one of the lessons that I had to learn early in my marriage and even in my ministry was that my wife is not my enemy. Now, an enemy simply Powerful. is somebody who, who opposes you. Right? Yeah. Uh, the reason why Satan is called Satan is because he became the adversary of God, one who opposes God or one who is against God. So he got a name change when, when that took place. And so we call an enemy simply one who opposes us, mm -hmm. one who was against us. And yes, that could be our spouse at times. It could be our parents at times. Children. Kids at yeah. times. <laughs> it could be other people at times. Yeah. But what we need to see is there's a true enemy behind that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like the illustration I use often, uh, the Wizard of Oz. When they going through Emerald City, they go through that corridor and they see this big ferocious head with veins and mm -hmm. smoke and fire popping out. And they are scared to death of what they see, but they don't realize there's actually somebody behind the curtain controlling all that. Mm. And that is the true enemy. And so even though in our marriage we see maybe our spouse is opposing us, our spouse is against us, we have to see beyond the curtain. We have to see on the other side. But how do you there, get that, though, Pastor? That's good. That's, that's a great question. Uh, one of the scriptures that I go to, one that says this we do not wrestle against flesh and blood mm. but against powers against principalities against 
uh, demonic forces in, in heavenly places. This is who we war and wrestle against. And so you have to understand behind every fruit is a spiritual root. You got to see that. So, no, your spouse is not your problem. The president is not your problem. Government is not your problem. Uh, your boss on your job is not your problem. It's the spiritual entity behind the scenes that is your true problem. And the reason why you have to see that is because if you think the physical aspect of your problem is your true problem, you'll spend all your time fighting the physical and never address the spiritual. And so when you understand, no, there's something, there's an entity, there is a force, there is an agenda that is behind this person of why they're doing what they're doing, why they're saying what they're saying, that will cause you to now focus the fight on the spiritual entity rather than focusing on the physical person that, that's right before you. And so what I had to learn to do is say, you know, even though my wife may be opposing me or my wife is against me or my wife wants me to, to leave what I feel my calling or my purpose is, mm. I got to see that there's something on the other side of that that is uh, putting those thoughts in her mind or causing her Powerful. to get into those thoughts. And I just got to love my wife. Now y'all see why I love this man. He be giving me gems and I ain't got to pay for it. Just like oh, we giving y'all gems and y'all ain't got to pay for it. But man. God has a way of rewarding us because we are being transparent. We are giving oh. our heart, our spirit to, to, to the world. Oh, we got to. We got to because I, I wish that I had learned these things before I got married, but I had to do, as they say, on-the-job training. And this is my second one, Pastor. So, uh, yeah, I'm still learning a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I went through so much. You know, I had to learn how to stop trying to pastor uh, my wife and learn how to love her, not mm. to be a pastor to her, but to be a loving husband to her, to know and understand where she is and she may not be further along mm. uh, in her spiritual growth that, that i am Powerful. but my job is not to run over her my job is not to leave her in the dust my job is to come along beside her and and love her and to help her along the way and to simply understand just like i want to be real she needs to be real as well and if mm -hmm. that's what she's truly feeling if that's where she is then be real about it and i'm not going to fault her because of that uh but i'm just going to know and understand god is working in her just like he's working in me we're all a work in progress and we're not going to compare where we are to one another we're just going to be gracious and merciful and understanding and forgiving toward one another and believe that god is going to work this thing out but as a man though past yeah. a lot of us don't see it like that yeah yeah well as as, as men we uh we, we of course we've been built and created a certain way for a certain purpose so we we, we gotta have uh, a little bit of an ego about us uh, yeah. where where we uh we we don't want to be vulnerable we don't want to be challenged we don't want to uh, be disrespected and and whenever that comes to be uh, it almost emasculates us you know it, it robs us of our manhood and, and women know of course they know if they are hurting <laughs> what they gonna want to do is they gonna want you to hurt just as much as they believe you are hurting them Facts. So they, they know how to do it they know yeah. how to push those buttons 
they know the right things to say and to do that will emasculate us or to make us feel less of a man. And even with that, we have to understand, well, they're hurting. The reason why they're trying to hurt me right now mm. is because they feel that I'm hurting them right now. And so it could be something than, as small as miscommunication. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As it said, you know, marriage is like living with a, a foreigner and you don't have uh, an interpreter. You know, yep. that's what it is. Yep. Because God has made male and female different. And so not only do you have the gender aspect that's different, but you have the upbringing that's different. You have mm. the culture that's different mm. you have the experience that's different you have the goals and ambitions that's different so when you come into a marriage with a person just about everything about y'all is different now you don't see that right off the bat you know? <laughs> you, you don't i tell people that. jokingly until you say i do and it's Hell official yeah. that's when See? everything start coming oh, into yeah. place <laughs> People need to understand marriage is more a spiritual thing than mm. it, is a, it is a physical thing. I don't yep. care if y'all been dating a long time. Exactly. I don't care if you live together for a long time. It is something about saying I do because it is Thank a you. spiritual thing. <laughs> it is a spiritual covenant that you are making. Not only Because I've noticed other. the difference in my yeah, personal like, experience. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, where, where was this when we were dating? You know, it ain't Facts. gonna show up. <laughs> see, see, God, God ain't no fool. You know, he, he knows that if he allow all that to come to the surface, nobody would ever get married. So, so that that doesn't come up. I yes, was sir. Preaching, uh, last week, you know, when we're dating, <laughs> we when we're dating, we will usually put our best foot forward, but our best foot. Is not usually our real foot, you know. Right. We, we, don't, we don't want them to know we're crazy right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're insecure right off the bat. Yeah. That's not my real hair right off the bat. We yeah. we don't want them to know that. So we're going to put our best foot forward because we want them to like us. We want them to accept us. And if they got to know the real us, would they really love us and accept us? And so that's what we we usually do. But uh, it's not only until after we get married and we take off the mask and we be real and open and honest yeah, about man. who we really are that we discover man I'm, I'm really different here we're really different and that's what will cause people to to leave not just a marriage they'll leave a job they'll leave a church they'll leave relationships or whatever because of the struggle because of the difficulty yeah becoming difficulty. one yeah that covenant bond is a big challenge it definitely is because you're coming one, becoming one in so many different ways. Of course, physically, uh, through the um, uh, uh, the sexual relationship between man and wife, mm. uh, man and wife, you come together physically. You come together biologically by having children. You come together, though, uh, emotionally and, and spiritually, though, and it, it's with that that mind coming together as one that is the most difficult part about that. Um, uh, all the other uh, oneness of a marriage comes pretty natural and pretty simple to us. But when it comes to the mind, when it comes to the emotion, when it comes to the will, uh, the soul of the two people, that's where you're going to have the most difficulty is, is becoming one where you are actually on the same page. Now, uh, I tell people this, you know, and I, I heard it from other preachers and pastors as well, but. Uh, unified doesn't mean uniform okay mm. you don't you don't have to be the same uh to become the same to become one uh together for example 
you know, when people decide to leave a marriage, they will often say it was because we're, we're so different. Uh, well, God would say, well, of course you're different. You know, you're supposed to be different. If, mm -hmm. if y'all were both the same, then one of you would be obsolete. You know, you That's don't good. have two, you don't have two uh, fridges in your kitchen. You got a fridge. <laughs> you got an oven. <laughs> one keeps your food cold and fresh. The other one uh, heats it up and cooks it up. You need both working together to feed your body in, in your laundry room. You don't have two washing machines. You have a washer and you have a dryer. One gets your clothes clean. The other gets your clothes dry. They both work together, even though they are different, to give you clean clothes. And so in the same way, yes, you're, you're supposed to be different from your spouse because what God has called you to, you're going to need what your spouse is going to bring to the table and vice versa. And so when I learned that, when I understood that, then it made all the difference in the world because I can understand why it's so hard, why it's such a struggle for us to try and to become one uh, mentally, emotionally, but also understand the benefit of why it's so hard to do that. It's because my wife is different and she is bringing things to the table that I don't have and that I'm bringing things to the table that she doesn't have. And if we just learn to accept that, we would be able to be a benefit to each other and to this family in the long run. I like to joke, Pastor, with my wife. I uh, say, Boo, <laughs> with you, you've taught me patience. You've taught me my delivery and how I speak. Yeah. Because my wife, you know, similar to yours, my wife yeah. is an accountant. Yeah, yeah. And they think different. They think differently, they think analytically. They 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 need they need contingency plans and plan B. Yeah, and I'm a free spirit. I'm just oh, going yeah. with the flow. Like how we we talk, we go with the flow. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. And she had questioned me about something, and I'd be like, "Where did that come from? Just yeah. relax." Oh yeah. But yeah. it keeps me on my toes, though. It definitely does. You know, I think one of the reasons <laughs> why <laughs> one of the reasons why it took us so long to grow as a church and as a ministry was for that fact i was like you know okay what, whatever is going to happen is going to happen you know god is in the people and you know you know it'll happen eventually and my wife is like no what what are you doing right now <laughs> to, to to go after what you believe god has for you because i, I don't want to be in the same spot that i am yeah. this time next year you know so what are you doing and so because she was goal oriented she was very analytical or is very analytical in her thinking uh she thinks of things like that that i would never have thought about and so by her pushing me and challenging me uh in that way simply maybe out of fear uh, that she feels that we're going to be in the same predicament next year <laughs> whatever her motivation was for bringing it up it actually challenged me and motivated me to say you know what i i do have to do things i can't just sit back and wait for God to hand me things. If I want something, if I believe God has something for me, I need to go. I need to go get it. And so, yeah, yeah even in the struggle, it may come through the form of fights and arguments and things like that. But God has a way of bringing things to the surface uh, that need to be addressed. And, and that's what I told you before. You know, there's nothing wrong with with, with fighting. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing. It, that just simply means that there's something that needs to be brought to the surface. You know, I have a friend of mine who anytime he has a fever, he goes to the doctor. I was like, man, you just get a fever. You go to the doctor. He said, yeah, because a fever means something's wrong with me. You right. know, it's my body's way of telling me 
there's something wrong with you and I want to know what's wrong with me. So right. I go to the doctor. And that's what a fight is. That's what an argument is. It just simply means that it's an indicator, indication that something is wrong that needs to be brought to the surface. And once it's brought to the surface, of course, we need to handle it and address it in a godly way that's going to benefit and bless each other in the marriage and not in a negative way that's going to pull us down but but that's all it is it's shout out to you pastor for teaching yeah. me that though <laughs> again yeah. the earlier d murph the earlier years it was negative it was negative why me uh, why is this happening now it's yeah, like murph yeah. turn it into a positive Merv, look at it like this. Merv, what positive can you take from this experience? What do you have to do to put yourself in a better uh, predicament position for you, your yeah. wife, and your family? I'm like, oh, oh. oh yeah. it's, all, it it's all about perspective, man. I mean, 99% of the things that we go with, uh, go through, it, the way that we um, go through it, and if we're going to be victorious or not, is our perspective on it. And so you have the wrong perspective a negative perspective then the results will show but if you have a different perspective and outlook on what you're faced with then you'll have a different different outcome and so uh, that, that's what's what it's about yes sir so y'all again world murph you so positive murph <laughs> you just got you just man nothing rattles you i've been i told people and i'll say this again with you on the other end if lord get me through this climax in my life where i feel like i did not deserve how i was treated if i get through this and the things that i lost i guarantee you lord i'm gonna let people know i'm a christian i'm gonna continue to serve people and not want nothing in return because if you get me through this man i don't worry about me, Lord. I'm going to take care of the rest. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. It's simply trusting in the process. And that's what because I process. believe him. Yeah. And because I believe him, I know I belong. Ooh, that's, that's, right. that's powerful right there. <laughs> that's right. That's Shout that's out to the tag for Believe Church. Yes, that, that is our tag. That's our, <laughs> our, the name of our church. And uh, when, when, you, when we first met, you first come into a church that we started. Yes, sir. Uh, we had a different name. The, the name of our church was called uh, Pulse. Pulse. Yep. Yeah, Fellowship. Pulse Fellowship. Because we were all about bringing life to the body of Christ. And, and we're still about bringing life to the body of Christ. But uh, w- once we merged with this other church, we came up with a new name because it was a new church. And we called ourselves uh, Believe Church. And our tagline is Believe, Belong, Become. Because that's how we see and believe the process to be with God. You first have to believe. And once you believe, you become uh, or you belong to to the family and to the kingdom of God. And once you belong to the family and kingdom of God, you then began to become all that God has has purposed you to be. And so that's the process. You believe, you belong, and then you will become. And so that's, that's that's what we strive to do now in our ministry. Yes, sir. And just uh, just a couple more questions for you, Pastor. Yes, sir. <laughs> as a man, as we uh-huh. talked about leading your family, leading, you know, your your brand. Mm-hmm. There are times where when I was coming up, you know, you, it wasn't healthy to tell other men what your goals are or even a fellowship. I've learned as I get older that's the way to cope. That's one of the things to cope. 
to tell others about your your vision and, and yeah 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 I, I believe so I I think you it, your your vision your your goals your 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 ambitions and all it's kind of like you say your child it's your baby it is something that has been conceived in you that you want to birth and you know and there, there are people who've been walking around pregnant a, a long time and that's my point thank you, know. you man Murph, you sure you want to tell people man hey man when i was growing up man hey the man don't cry the man don't express their feelings they oh they what's going on in their mind man don't don't you keep that in brother yeah no no and you do you got to be you got to be careful with, with who you tell oh because, absolutely because some people you know they'll do that they they it's like you know crabs in a bucket you know yeah. they they never done anything in their life they're not trying to do anything in their life so why do they want to see you succeed and so you tell the wrong people they'll they'll bring you down and so again you go to the story of joseph he telling his brothers about the dreams that god had given him about his success and his his uh future of him being great and they tried to pull him down uh, by him telling so he would have been better off not telling them about the dream but at the same time you do need to find people you can tell who will encourage you who will uh help you along the way uh who will be by your side to see uh see you through it and and, and, and encourage you and and cheer you on uh right. not is going to be jealous of you or uh try and stop you from doing what you're doing so i think it's a double-edged sword if you tell the wrong people they may try and discourage you now and you are right and, and that's why i want to give my wife a shout out because that same thing she'll say <laughs> if i say boo he said not to tell people okay did yeah. he say who though right oh, well i ain't right. think about that so but again yeah. like you said her bringing her coming into my life it keeping me sharp on my toes so now i can say man okay when you say and yeah, be careful you know man don't be telling people what's going on okay well yeah. who in particular are you talking about Right, right. And that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, winning the lottery. You know, some people, they, they win and they just blast, you know, their face and name everywhere. I just won the lottery. And then other people, they win a lottery and you never hear from them. You know, they, yeah. they take it anonymously. <laughs> right. They know what's coming once I tell somebody I, I just got this windfall of money. And I think it's the same thing with, 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 our, with our vision, with our, our dreams, our goals, our ambition. We just got to be careful who we let into our life. Uh, in the most vulnerable spot in our life because uh, people will discourage you. People will uh, try and talk you out of out of your dream and out of your goals and all. So I think it's important that you just find the right people that you can trust uh, to let them know, hey, I just want to let you know I'm pregnant with this thing. God mm -hmm. has conceived something in me. It's been growing inside me. I can't wait for this thing to uh, to be birthed and you want somebody who's going to be just as excited uh as you are about it you don't want somebody saying why ain't i got pregnant yet you right. know I, I want a baby too you know right. why does he get a I mean, you don't want that you want people going to be excited for you and encourage you and sometimes yeah you got to find some somebody who's not so close to you it's it's the other person in the other city it's the other mm -hmm. um people look at who, us now, yeah, yeah, anyway, like, like yeah. Because uh, I know that just because you get your blessing doesn't mean God doesn't have anything left for me. Right. God has uh, enough blessing to go around for, for everybody. everybody. And so I don't have to be jealous of you, envious of you, be upset because you got yours. 
uh, and me not getting mine. I don't have to do that. I can I can do as the Bible say. I can rejoice with, when one rejoices. We all rejoice mm-hmm. when one hurts. We all hurt because we're all in this together. So yeah. yeah, I would just say you know be careful who you tell, but uh, it's a double edged sword. You you just want to be be sure you're telling those who are going to encourage you, lift you up, and cheer you on. And when in doubt, ask questions because people will tell on themselves. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you, you, you give it some time, and, and, and the, the true nature or character will come out eventually. Because so. look at us. Don't, don't I, be so, yeah. Look at us, though. Say, seven, so six, yeah. yeah, seven, eight years together. Yeah, yeah. It's been, I didn't realize it's been that long. Yeah, it's been that long. Yeah, sir. Almost a decade. Like I said, I didn't have kids what? after the fact. Oh, we both didn't <laughs> have kids after the fact. So That's true. There That's we go. And, wow. Uh, yeah, and, and then, of course, you... You know, seeing the vision and the brand is constantly growing. Yeah, and you're blessed both. Uh, you've best uh, blessed both platforms in 2018, man. So I'm just truly excited about that. And the last question I have, I know my list is like Merv, man. We like more. Hey y'all, <laughs> me and Pass are busy man. Like my yeah. kids up there, like Papa. What up? Come kick it with me. So I'm gonna go ahead. And, you know, do what I gotta do with that as well as you. Yeah. Um. What would you say to men that don't know how to cope with everyday life? That okay. might not know, you know, God or Jesus or have somebody they can rely on. Because I had a guy yesterday, and, uh-huh. I, I, and I thank God for the flagrant too. Because I, I usually don't talk about this on, on Why Not Sports. He said, okay. Murph, I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I've rehabbed, but I don't know how to talk to people to encourage me. Okay, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how. I'm, I'm a husband, I'm a father, but I don't know how to deal with things because I don't have nobody to 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 lean on. Okay, I know you get that a lot, but oh yeah, oh yeah. I say oh, that yeah. to say that's one of the reasons why I promote positive content, positive vibes. And number two, if I have the time, I'm going to listen. But for those guys out there or gals what that don't know Jesus or who right. is afraid of Jesus or anything, what would you tell them to help them find the person that they can maybe rely on or just confide in? Yeah, that's a great, great question, especially starting a new year. And uh, as a matter of fact, this was, you know, the first message of the new year that I preached Uh uh, this year of 2018 and we have a, a youtube channel youtube page there um, you go yeah people can go on and catch um, uh, those sermons that will go more in depth please uh, subscribe so what's what how can they look it up when they yeah, go search it uh, neil winchester believe church there it is neil winchester believe church and just go to that page and just look for the first um, sermon of 2018 it's called the foundation of worship the foundation of worship because really what that is all about whenever we start a new year you know we say i'm gonna turn over a new leaf or i'm making these new year's resolutions or this year is going to be different than last it's going to be better and and we start off strong you know and so we start going to the gym you know you can't find a treadmill for the first couple of months of mm, a new year right. everybody wants wants to start off right start off fresh and and make it a, a better year but not only is that true in our physical lives, uh, but it's also true in our spiritual lives, our emotional lives. We want to make sure 
that we do better in in this year than we did in the previous as well. Right. But it's all about having and setting a firm and solid foundation. Whenever you begin to build anything, a building, a house, whatever, you always start off with the exact same thing, the foundation. You don't start off with the roof. You can't put a roof on till you put the walls up. You can't right. put a, the walls up till you put the frame up. You can't put the frame up until you lay the foundation. And so right. the foundation is the first thing that you lay or you set when building anything. Well, that's true when you're trying to build your life as well. If you're going to try and build your life, you have to start off with the foundation. And what's going to determine whether you're uh, or what what's going to determine the integrity of what you're building is the foundation that you're building it on and so there's a scripture in the bible jesus gives this uh parable about two men one man he calls a wise man the other he calls a foolish man and he says the wise man built his house on the rock his foundation was the rock he says, the storms of life came, the winds blew, the rain descended, and it beat against that house, but it did not fall because it was founded or built on the rock. He says, but however, the foolish man was a man who built his house on sand. And when the rain came and the floods uh, came in, the wind beat against that house, it fell and great was its fall. And the point of that parable is simply this. What's going to determine you standing in life or not is not whether or not you go through storms. Because if you recall in the parable, both men went through storms. Mm -hmm. The wise man wasn't wise because he figured out a way to avoid the storms of life. No, he went through storms just like the foolish man went through storms. The only difference about these two men was the foundation of their life. And so in this life, Jesus tells us, you're going to have trials and tribulations. We live in a fallen world. We live in a sinful fallen world full of sinful fallen people. And so, quote unquote, bad things are going to happen to us. We're going to be faced with adversity, faced with trials and tribulations, whether it's uh, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial. We're going to eventually run into things that are greater than us, greater than our bank account greater than our immune system greater than whatever the friends we have on facebook we're going to run into things that are greater than us but there is nothing that is greater than jesus christ and so that's why he said i am telling you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you may have tribulation but be of good cheer i've overcome the world and so by making jesus christ the foundation of your life then you are building your life on a foundation that is greater than you and greater than anything that you will face in this world. Not to say that you won't face anything, but it is to say when you do face it, you will have somebody greater than what you're facing, helping you to get through with it. You may be, be victorious and remain standing when the storm is said and done. So I would just encourage people to examine your life, examine what you've built your life on maybe you've built your life on money maybe you built your life on pleasure maybe you've built your life on fame and fortune and success and power and all kinds of things well the lord would have you to know that all of those things is sinking sand when the true storms of life come that are greater than all those things then god says that house will fall 
But if you've built your life on Jesus Christ, on his word, on his kingdom, and, and living your life for his glory and the advancement of his program, then you've built your life on the rock. And even though storms will come, they won't uh, be able to knock you down. You will be made to stand even after those storms are said and done. So that would be my advice to anybody looking to build their life uh, in 2018. Well, there, there, there y'all go. I have nothing else. See, now he's pastoring. <laughs> he, he preaching now, y'all. And make sure y'all donate. Uh, anyway, I, I, I got sidetracked fast. You get it in, brother. <laughs> pastoring. Appreciate oh, yeah. you, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank My you pleasure. For your time, My pleasure. man. Another dope episode. If you can just let the world know, because I have nothing else to top that. That's right. it. You, you, you ended the show on that. I have nothing <laughs> else to say. Well, I, I appreciate you giving me uh, this time to speak, and you know, my my greatest um, you know pleasure in life really is to know that I help somebody else out. I, I'm so grateful for what the Lord has done to me in me through me and not because of anything that I've done. Like you said, I am not deserving at all whatsoever of this. Right. I, I'm simply, um, someone that God found, uh, as a sinner, he called him to himself and, uh, forgave him of all his sin, uh, cleansed him, cleaned him up, you know, put his spirit in him, uh, gave him the resources needed to do now what I do. And so, all I do now is is do what was done to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, if sir. I can be a, if I can be a blessing to somebody else and encourage somebody else, that means all the, the difference in the world to me. So I just appreciate you uh, giving me this time and opportunity to do this to, to your listeners. So I appreciate you. Oh, no problem. No problem. And how can they reach you? Yeah. So, again, um, uh, we uh, have Facebook, of course. So just look up Believe Church and Corpus Christi on facebook uh if you want to hit me up through email uh ct winchester at gmail.com and uh i'll be more than happy to respond to you that way and like i said if you go to youtube neil winchester believe church uh we have a youtube channel youtube page there you can uh catch all the sermons um from the most recent all the way down to about two and a half years ago so uh, one of those three ways, uh, if you're interested in learning more about myself or our ministry. There it is. Y'all subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel listeners for those who rock with me. Even if you don't go to church, just yeah. check my check my friend out, check my brother out, check my past out. That could have been a title too. My brother, <laughs> my friend, my pastor. But like the Facebook page as well, guys. Yeah. This guy, if y'all love me and support me is only the right thing to do and just check out like you said one or three ways or just send him an email hey yeah. dope episode man you had that much of an impact in Merv's life man how, how can I get some of that and yeah. he can definitely lead you and, and like I said guys I'm doing this as I grow I want people that has support me and that will continue to support me on these platforms like Pops now you so now that way when y'all be like man merv you how you do this hey man check this episode out <laughs> in a nutshell i'm not gonna re you know retell it over and over again because if it's not at that moment it's hard, it won't be as powerful so this way <clears throat> i can set up my portfolio but by audio just like with you 
Definitely, definitely. And seeing the growth and the different guests that you've had. Because at the end of it all, when people go back to listen to all the episodes, they're going to get to know D Murph for who he really is. Yeah. And the people that rock with me and have supported me. So when I do reach that certain level, because I'm I'm not even I'm I'm just beginning. They could be like, man, he did have his pops, he did have his pastor, he did have his wife, he did have his daughter. Ava was even on the show. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's that's just, what it's about, man. Yeah. It's about, about about leaving those footprints for others to to follow in your steps, and so. Uh, that, that's what you're doing and, and like you said you know uh, I believe you're going to be able to help and benefit a lot of people yourself as well which I'm sure you're already doing through your platforms and all so so it, it, it's a blessing all the way around yes sir it's enough for everybody world so yes, guys <laughs> I'm out pastor out we way way past our time but hey guys we do it for the love of you guys for rocking with me for rocking with pastor you can find me on twitter and instagram at is murph you can also find the show google play soundcloud apple podcast and y'all already know how i close the show don't lose yourself with life problems stay strong and fight the good fight It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with a scene. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we get it in, so melanin, being better men, we so adamant about the culture. Sick of these vultures, we in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster, love is life, and that's how we approach ya.